On this episode of the Hockey Talks podcast, we travel to Detroit and Chicago to meet some more amazing memorabilia collectors. We give you a sneak peek at our brand new show, Behind the Bench. And if you stick around to the end, Angela's going to give away a special prize. Welcome to the Hockey Docs Podcast. I'm Angela Bell, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Aaron Bell. What was that loud squeaky noise? Your chair. Okay, let's start over. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the Hockey Docs Podcast. I'm Angela Bell, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Aaron Bell. <laughs> okay, so you say partner in crime every time. What if somebody was listening to this from like a law enforcement agency, and they thought we were actually doing something illegal? But we're not. True, we're not. So if they just listen to the whole podcast, they'll understand that we're not. So last time we talked a little bit about uh, so hockey collections, some amazing hockey collections. Yeah. Yeah. So last time we talked a little bit about Mark Farah, who had that amazing collection of Toronto Maple Leafs memorabilia and jerseys and stuff. And we were completely blown away by that and thought, this is one of a kind for sure, right? Not so right. So then we go to Chicago and we meet this wonderful guy, Pete Janakis, who lives just south of Chicago. And he has this incredible collection of Chicago Blackhawks jerseys. Yeah. All game used. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. He had, you know, he had kind of early days ones. He had later days ones. He had an Al Arbor original Blackhawks jersey. Holy cow. Some Which was actually like sweater material. Yeah. Like it, it was, was not pretty, like it was today. Pretty incredible stuff. So the Blackhawks have had three 50 goal scorers in their history. Uh, Bobby Hall, Al Secord, and most recently was Jeremy Roenick. And Pete had a game jersey from each of those three 50 goal scorers. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And two of them, they actually scored the 50th goal. Yeah. He well, had, they, was, they were wearing those jerseys. He had that Roenick jersey that he scored the 50th goal and had some great stories there about yeah. some of those jerseys. And kind of a neat guy to talk to. He had uh, all the stuff. If you go on to HockeyDocs.com and watch The Collectors, you'll, you'll see his uh, his episode there. And he had lots of Chicago Blackhawks stuff, but he also kind of showed us the, the, the closet with the other stuff in it. And it had a whole bunch of amazing... Uh, Amazing jerseys there that weren't Blackhawks. Yeah, he had like Alex Ovechkin and Steve Stamkos and it was incredible. And then he went to this other room and got a Henrik Lundqvist mask that he actually wore. Game-worn, yeah. Yeah, game-worn, which was really cool. So it was was awesome. As I was holding it, I thought, oh, how much sweat is actually (laughs) (laughs) embedded inside this mask? But it was pretty cool. But it was a pretty awesome piece. The one thing we're finding out about these people is it's never just one room. We see the one room and we're like, holy moly, there's so much cool stuff in here. And then all of a sudden there's another room and another room. I'm not even sure that the shows show you the full sort of impact of how much stuff is there. It's just absolutely incredible. And the number of just different Blackhawks jerseys he had, he told us all about the the alternate um, shoulder crest jersey where they'd made a mistake and put the road shoulder crests on the home jerseys or something yeah, like that and had yeah. some cool the stories. The tomahawks were different. Yeah. yeah. And who knew, right? Until you yeah. look closely, but yeah. you really get an idea that these guys, um, they really spent a lot of time sort of researching this stuff and making sure that things are authentic and just finding out some of these really cool stories. That was, uh, that was pretty fun. Yeah. And then, uh, the other thing that we got to do while we were in Chicago is we spent a little bit of time at the national sports collectors convention. It was up in Rosemont near, uh, near O'Hare airport. And, uh, we got to spend an afternoon there. That was pretty cool. That was, it was massive. Oh. Like I, I was overwhelmed going in there because, and I thought I had saw most of it. And mm. then I looked to the right and it's like, oh, there's still rows and rows <laughs> and rows rooms. and rows of 
tables and they had like autograph signing sessions and that sort of thing. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of baseball, a lot of football, a lot of the people that were there for autographs were baseball and football players, but, um, they had some really cool hockey stuff there. We saw some really neat Wayne Gretzky pieces. We saw some cool Connor McDavid stuff in the upper deck booth and lots of cards. And then we saw these guys and they were like opening packs of cards and we couldn't quite figure out what that was. Yeah. We were like, what's going on over here? So we kind of meandered over and, uh, realized they were doing what's called a case break, Mm -hmm. which I had never heard of before in my life. So, um, yeah, it was really cool though. They take these cases of hockey cards and they open them up and yeah, they do it all online and you can buy sort of the one team that you want. If you want to buy the Philadelphia Flyers, you can pay X number of dollars and whatever they open that has that, you can get it. And they have these, uh, you know, you're obviously looking for some of the higher price cards and things like that. So lots of really cool things that we saw there. And we're going to do a future episode of The Collectors. We've got some hockey card episodes coming up soon, a bit on Wayne Gretzky rookie card, which is kind of a cool story. And uh, we, we spent a little bit of time with a wonderful couple that have a, a great uh, sports collectible store in New York. So we're going to give you those stories as part of The Collectors coming up soon as well. So that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Pretty yeah. cool thing to experience. Yeah. And it's, it's really neat to see that, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I, I had friends that collected hockey cards. I didn't so much because... I don't know. I guess. You're a girl? Well, I wanted to say that, but it didn't sound right because I'm sure there's some girls out there that collect. Did you collect cool Rick stuff. Mahar cards? I, I have a couple of Rick Mahar cards that are signed. Mm. So, Did you yes. know Rick Mahar? I did know Rick Mahar. <laughs> I do know Rick Mahar. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to say he's family. So that's, Yeah, that's so cool. he's your... Cousin. Your dad's cousin. My dad's cousin, cousin, so he's my second cousin, so, you know. So you were a Mahar before (laughs) you were a Bell. Wow, how about that? I was. Pretty famous hockey name around. uh, around. It is, but there's still people that don't know how to spell the last name. Or say it. Or say it. We we got meager a lot, which drove us all crazy. Yeah, so that's a great hockey-playing family, of course. His brother Terry also played, and then his other brother is a Hollywood effects producer, works on Hollywood movies. Maybe that's where you get this from. Maybe, maybe. But he worked on like Avatar and was mm. like unbelievable. Some so pretty good stuff. Yeah, there. yeah. Big name in the we live in Belleville. Big name in in the Belleville, Ontario hockey history. We told you before we did a, a film about the Crawford family. That was a big one. The Hull family is a big one, and we're actually working on a little project with uh, with a member of that family that's yeah. uh, to come down the road. But yeah, the Mahars obviously are a huge name in this area. And Rick had a wonderful NHL career. He's an NHL captain, won the Selkie Trophy, and, you know, um, that must have been fun watching that growing up. Yeah, it was super fun. So, yeah, pretty pretty proud just to see that. So on that same trip, we got a chance to spend a little bit of time in Detroit, and we saw the new Little Caesars Arena, which was kind of cool. Well, we saw the outside of it anyway. There was a yeah. big convention going on. Uh, that was cool. We also got to see the Joe, the Joe Lewis Arena. They're tearing it down. Yeah, that's sad. So many great memories there. The Red Wings, obviously, they're more recent Stanley Cup champions. Um, Steve Eiserman, obviously, that was his uh, his home through his whole career. And it was a little bit sad. When we yeah. went by on the on the people mover on the train, you could see, kind of see right through. You could see the seats and the ice surface and stuff. I'm sure by now, we're recording this at the end of September. I'm sure by now, it's, uh, it's probably almost entirely gone. But yeah, yeah sad chapter in hockey. But... At the same time, that Little Caesars Arena is just looks like an incredible oh, place to see a game. Yeah, it's it's really cool. And outside, that looks like they've got a lot of places for entertainment, big screen outside too. So, you know, for playoffs or Stanley Cup finals or whatever, I'm sure the outside would be quite packed if you couldn't get tickets. But Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. And a yeah. great big mural of Gordie Howe on the outside. Obviously, Gordie Howe never played there, but um, a huge part of Detroit Red Wings history. 
And we got a chance to spend a little bit of time with his best friend. Yeah, Felix. Felix. It was what an incredible thing. So Felix lives near Detroit and uh, spent about the last 25 years of Gordy Howe's life being uh, being best friends with him and working, you know, taking him around to uh, the different events and signing events and autograph events and had just so many great stories and what an incredible collection of memorabilia. Oh, unbelievable. He had like just picture after picture after picture from floor to ceiling in three or four rooms of his of his basement. So it was pretty incredible. And the like they're all signed and with all of some of the greatest players, like the majority of them with Gordie Howe, but a lot of them too are with other great players like Wayne Gretzky and Mary Lou Mew and Steve Eiserman. Yeah, it was it was, it was incredible. Absolutely. Remember Forrest Gump? Remember there was the pictures Forrest Gump had pictures of himself with everybody, everybody. like John F. Kennedy and I think Neil Armstrong and all these sort of people and you're like, what? Did he really meet all those people? <laughs> Felix's basement Felix. was kind of like the Forrest Gump of hockey. Like it was him with everybody. It was mm. incredible to see. And an incredible collection of game use memorabilia. So he had... Wayne Gretzky game used skates. He had Bobby Orr game used skates. Who has Bobby Orr game used skates? He probably used like three pairs of skates in his whole career. He had Mario Lemieux game used skates. They were on the bottom shelf. You could barely notice them, right? <laughs> Steve Eiserman, Datsuk, Nick Lidstrom, like just so much amazing memorabilia, sticks and gloves. And, and of course, there had to be hundreds of Gordie Howe signed items in his basement. Like this was just an incredible collection of Gordie Howe stuff. Yeah. And that's what like Felix loved going with him and, and helping him do those those signings, which was which was really nice to see. They had such a unique friendship though too, right? Mm-hmm. And like Gordie Howe called him Mini Me and <laughs> <laughs> just some great pictures of Gordie Howe putting Felix in a headlock and saying, Sorry, I had to do this to you, my friend, and he'd sign it. You yeah. Know? Like uh, what a funny. cool relationship. And the, yeah. the best part is if you watch the show, you're gonna see that Felix was a fan. Like he was a fan. He was there collecting autographs and had a cool story about Gordie Howe meeting Gordie Howe one of the first times, but just was a fan and then later in life became good friends and and got to just kind of ride along shotgun for just an incredible thing. And one of the things that really came to me is like, I thought before we met Felix, I thought, wow, what a lucky guy. Like he got to spend all this time around Gordie Howe and around the kind of the the royalty of hockey. Um, But after we got to know him a little bit, I thought, you know what? Gordie Howe was a pretty lucky guy too, getting to know Felix and, and become friends with him as well. Yeah. He has some great stories too. Like Gordie Howe went to visit him all the time. And he said that the neighborhood kids would come running <laughs> when they saw Gordie's vehicle in the driveway because, and, and Gordie Howe would go out and play ball hockey with these kids or <laughs> have snowball you know, fights. Can snowball you fights. Yeah. <laughs> like he, Felix's kids called Gordie uncle Gordie. Yeah. And it was just, it was really great. And that's really endearing to know that, you know, Gordie Howe wasn't just full of himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was just a very down to earth person mm-hmm. who was a genuine friend yeah. to Felix. Right. Like yeah. it, it's nice. And he talked a little bit of, he has donated some of his collection or lent some of his collection to the Red Wings. And you can see some of that on display at the little Caesars arena. Um, but some of the stuff that he had at his house was just absolutely incredible to see. And Pieces that I grew up as a Red Wings fan. Steve Eiserman was my uh, my favorite player, and to see some of the pieces that he had of Steve Eiserman, rookie gloves, rookie stick, you know, skates, like just so much amazing history of a team that has so much amazing history. Yeah, he had that picture. There was that huge picture of Steve Eiserman when he was like sixteen, 
so cute. He was so young, right? It was just like, oh, look at you. <laughs> he was pretty excited that he's back now as the uh, as the general manager yes. of the Detroit Red Wings. So yes. one of the things that he talked a little bit more about too was that great rivalry between Gordy and Rocket Richard. That was original six. That was two tough guys, two guys that could play, two guys that could stick up for themselves if they needed to. And he had uh, he had some great memories about that. Yes. I remember the one game when, uh, uh, well, I got pictures of it when Gordy was, you know, he he had Maurice by the uh, by by the jersey and he was like pounding him, pounding. Finally, Rocket just laid down on the ice, and uh, Sid Abel, who was coach at that time, went over. I don't know if he was playing or who was the coach, or maybe he was a playing coach. He went over to Rocket, bent down, and he said, hey, Rocket, how do you like that? Well, Rocket sat on the ice and punched the table, broke his nose. One punch. <laughs> the good old days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Gordy really did have a lot of respect for Rocket, though. He oh. uh, actually named his dog after... Rocket. <laughs> Felix has a good story in the show in that in that episode of The Collectors. So yeah, yeah, great. Another great story. So hopefully you'll check those out. We've got some more great episodes coming up soon too. And uh, one a New York Rangers fan that's got some cool stuff. Another guy is a Boston Bruins fan that has six hundred Boston Bruins pucks that are signed by different players through the ages. So stay tuned to Hockey Docs for those new episodes that are coming soon. We've got some other ones coming as well. And we also just this week, we put out the very first episode of this brand new series. Tell us a bit about what that is. Yeah, it's called Behind the Bench. And our first episode is with John Druce. So John Druce had a had a good career playing uh, for a few different National Hockey League teams. Um, one of them, which was the Washington Capitals. And he held the record there until uh, Alex Ovechkin just broke it Playoff not goals. too long ago. Stanley Cup run, yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So he actually was the coach for the Wellington Dukes. And uh, Wellington is over in Prince Edward County, which isn't too far from Babel. Um, but 35 minutes uh, over the bridge and uh, so we went to hang out with him for a little bit and learn his story and uh, really nice really great guy yeah it was cool it was a little bit of tragedy in his life I got to know John a little bit when uh, I was working for the Canadian Hockey League and he was doing the games for Sportsnet and yeah great guy and and love to see him behind the bench and bringing that experience and teaching young people and I'm really really curious to see what's going to be next for him I think he's going to make a great coach at, uh, at the next level whether that's major junior or in the NHL I think he's going to do a great job there yeah he's he's got some good experience under his belt as a coach he won some championships there with them so with the wellington dukes so that was great so if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering what the heck are we talking about if you go to hockeydocs.com it's a subscription video on demand service you can go on there and subscribe and you can watch all of these shows we're trying to build a new network of really nice hockey documentary docuseries type of shows and if you go check that out you can get a free seven-day trial so it doesn't cost you anything i'm sure you can get through a lot of the content that we have so far we're still getting started out, so there's not as much there as we're uh, as there will be along the way. But so you can subscribe monthly, you can subscribe annually, and as part of our launch, we're going to do 100 lifetime subscriptions. So for 99 bucks, you'll get everything we ever make forever on Hockey Docs, and we're only going to have 100 of those. So Yay. yeah, people are starting to buy those already, and 
And we really appreciate that support because we understand if you go to the site now, there's we've got some new series coming and um, we've got some good episodes up already, but it's a bit of a slow process. And our intention is to start putting out an episode each week of one of the different series. Be patient. There's just the two of us, but we yeah. are plugging away and bringing and some, out some great content. Yeah, I there's think. some great stories. That's the thing we're finding too. It takes a little longer than we initially thought it would take to make each one, but we're trying to make each one like a mini documentary. One of the best things that I've had yet since we started this is we sent is we sent John Drews his episode uh, last week to have a look at it before we put it out and just kind of get his feedback. And he said he was blown away. He said he really, yeah. really loved it. And really that we captured that piece of the story for him. And that's the kind of thing as filmmakers, that's what we want to hear. That's right? our goal. Yeah. That's what really drives us, right? Yes. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Behind the Bench series and tell you a little bit more about what's coming up. Before we go, though, we got something to give away. Oh, yes, we do. So Felix um, was generous enough to give us this signed Gordie Howe poster. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we have decided to give that away to our our listeners. So if you have a memorabilia collection or if you haven't, but you're starting to watch these shows and starting to get a little bit inspired to start it, this is going to be a great piece to start. Obviously, uh, one of the greatest hockey players of all time, Mr. Hockey. Doesn't get any more than that. So how can people win this thing? Well, just go to our Facebook page and find the post that is about this podcast Mm -hmm. and then comment Mr. Hockey. Awesome. That's all you have to do? Yeah, that's all you have to do. All right. And you're lucky because we don't have a lot of people listening to this (laughs) yet. This is all pretty new and pretty early. So if you're in on this early, you might have a pretty good chance of winning this thing. And we'd love to see uh, see a fan, somebody that's been listening and somebody that's uh, interested in what we're doing. We'd love to see them get it and uh, have it up on their wall. So so what do they have to say? What do they have to comment again? Mr. Hockey. Put Mr. Hockey in the comments of the yeah. post on Facebook about this episode. Is yes. that confusing? No. Okay. Our fans are smart anyway. Aren't they? they are. Yes. They're awesome. Super smart. So thanks for listening, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again next time. Bye.